When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. We're back for episode seven. Lucky number seven. It's a prime number. Yeah. Seven. It's also what, Ron Jaworski's number. That's right. Charles. I was going to say that. <laughs> anyway, of the Vibecast, the podcast celebrating the 20 plus year history of the Philadelphia band Chico's Vibe. I'm your host, John Parkinson. I'm here as always with producer Matt Kelly. Matt, this lucky number seven episode at... Uh, Gets us through the end of February 2022, and it's um, all right. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah. it's been—it's fair to say it's been a little bit of a tough winter. I mean, you know, yeah, we, uh, we kind of we we well, we, there's a war going on in Ukraine right now, stock market <laughs> yeah. crash. But you know, yeah. we we got through Omicron. We're kind of getting through that. Springs on the horizon. We got St. Patrick's Day coming up. Yeah, but I, I think it's fair to say I think you guys will agree what the world needs now. As the song goes, it's a little love, sweet love. That's right. And Matt. We have just the guys to bring that. <laughs> we have in front of us these guys. They're aware. They're not afraid of the Ides of March. These guys are the number one seeds in the tourney for the March music madness. These guys put the rock in shamrock. Oh, <laughs> yes, because we have with us the kings of Irish music. That's, I like that one. <laughs> Chico and Gabby. Dennis Chikino and and John Gephardt. And to keep the Irish stuff going, we have the Irish assassin himself. (laughs) The Crimson Crusader. The Guardian of Galway Bay. The the Gallant Gaelic. The Red Rocker. And the kings of Irish music, Chico and Gabby. Thank, Thank you, everyone. Much, Welcome Park- back oh, to episode seven. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Parkinson. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. So I, I thought we'd, for our loyal podcast listeners, I thought we'd run through, you know, a reverse order of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to sort of wrap it up with our, our song from the set list, which this week's going to be Love Shack that was picked by Dennis Chikino last episode. Yeah. Hopefully I got that right. We're going to have our special guest, drummer extraordinaire of Chico's Vibe, Brian Farr. Woo! Uh, we're gonna have a quick segment. I should, man, I should have had you do a timer for this because the last time we did a lightning round, it took us. <laughs> <laughs> it took us about forty-five minutes. We've been talking about our popular, almost I'll call them iconic Chico's vibe songs from the set list. But you know, as you guys know, there's a lot of songs that are deep in the set list. So I thought we'd do a quick lightning round, sort of like a Siskel and Ebert thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, I. Stole that idea from Ed Mount, so I have to. <laughs> but first off, since St. Patty's Day is coming up, and since I know oh, yes, it it's is. been confirmed to me recently via email that you guys are the kings of Irish music, and we have Ed Mount with us, I thought we would talk about Irish music. Uh, just talking about you know, so traditional happy. Irish music that you guys like, how you guys became the kings of Irish music. I'm very curious to hear what Ed Irish Eddie Mount, what his favorite traditional Irish songs are then maybe we can talk about you know Irish artists that we we play their 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 songs songs we'd like to play so there's all kinds of things we could talk about it might take seven minutes but still <laughs> um, I was I was wondering how particularly you Dennis O'Chick and John Gallicard, how you guys became the kings of Irish music so I don't know if you can give us any background on that it started years ago at the Ivy Inn 
That's right. Oh, my God. I forgot about that place. That was right next to the Oakmont. Yes. One yeah. of my favorite St. Patty's memories, which I have oh, to talk what about. Is- <laughs> to the Oakmont. Yeah, it was like right next to the Oakmont Park, yeah. wasn't it? Burks. You're thinking. Oh, that's Burks. Oh. The one down Brookline Boulevard. Yeah, but I was with, I was uh, with you. I was with you. I knew you. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember where it was. All right. They asked us to play on St. Patrick's Day. Me and Doc were playing there every week. We did like a vertical, right? And then they asked us to play on St. Patrick's. Wait, can you Day. step back? We did a vertical. What is that? He did straight, just the every same, week. Oh, same I didn't night. See this? This every this week. Is lingo. I didn't uh, know. It's like yeah. I didn't know the reaction video. Oh, right. <laughs> he thought we were talking about vertigo again. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. We we have <laughs> I could go all the way back to St. Dennis. Do it because we can always edit. Talk about whatever you want. Yeah, had about. <laughs> 10 Italian kids and 7,000 Irish kids in St. Dennis. So every year when St. Patrick's Day came around, we had to, like, an Irish play. We learned Irish songs. We had these three girls at St. Dennis. They would come around. They, were, they would, like, did Irish dancing. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. went to the, they had always, the outfits always. and the whole thing. Yeah, yep. I do really like they would that. come around to each classroom. So I don't know how many that it's eight times three is 24. We had 24 classes, but they would come around with their little phonograph and they would do three dances, a fling, a reel and a jig, I guess, three different songs. And every St. Pat's Day, you know, we sat through these three girls doing their dance. Then they move on to the next class. And (laughs) we Knew all these Irish songs because the nuns taught us Irish songs. Oh, and that's where I started learning Irish songs. So they were, they were in my head, bunches of them. So when we got to eighth grade, the eighth <laughs> sister, Sarah Marie. <laughs> Stay on test. She must have taken like Irish dancing when she was little. Because we put on a big play that all the eighth graders, like half of the the the, the grade was were dancers, half were singers. I was a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the I question think, was. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, up. And this is, <laughs> this is Can the I interject? God truth. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> you told me he's going to go to me first. What was the question? <laughs> but I'm talking about my Irish, how I became the king of uh, Irish music. I just got a text. I haven't been home in a week. <laughs> so, I'm starting to get worried. Fast forward 30 years, 25 years. And I, they asked me and Doc to play at the Ivy Inn, and I grabbed Gabby to do it because I knew I wasn't going to play songs without a piano. And I don't know, we went in with maybe, I don't know, 25 songs or something like that. Yeah. And that's how it started. That's it. Do you have a favorite? You guys have a favorite Irish song to play? No, I absolutely don't. Um, I like I like Fields, Fields of Athenry. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. The unicorn song. I'm I'm a long way from home, and if you don't like me, then leave me alone. Oh yeah, you know that one. What's the whiskey in a jar? Whiskey in a jar. What's the muscles song? The one you're just singing. You don't like me, then leave me. That was Ed. That's the. I'll drink when I'm thirsty. I'll end when I'm dry. The whiskey don't kill me. I'll live till I die. Yeah, I forget. They all have whiskey in them. Every yeah, whiskey title. in a they jar. Do. Yes, so. they do. But what's the Muscles song? Uh, Cockles and Muscles. Cockles and oh, Muscles. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's Mo- Sweet Molly Malone. Yeah. Sweet Molly yeah. Malone. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a fishmonger. And of course, <laughs> oh, Danny Boy. That's we can't forget about yeah. old Danny Boy. Okay, I'm safe. That's, That's right. <laughs> That's where that came Going from. back to a previous, previous episode. Yeah. Uh, and I, from that moment on, <laughs> I had to play St. Patrick's Day every year of my life then. People, you know, that would come around and see all the bar owners start. Oh, yeah, Dennis Chikino does Irish music. And Gabby had to come with me every single time. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's when, like, Peter Goggins spilled the beer. Oh, yeah. In, on in your Onto key. the piano. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I kept telling him, move the drink. 
Can you move the drink? He was, <laughs> be right. he was be dancing right. on the bar. He was the owner of the bar. He did. Oh. He moved it from the top octave to the low yeah. octave. Yeah. <laughs> he kicked it. I love Peter Goggin. It's like a man. thing of whiskey or something. I and then he, d- he almost did it again. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to kill him. My father, of course, played with Vince D'Angelo, and they did all the St. Dennis shows going back to like the... I'd say, what, the 50s, 60s? Probably the late 50s. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So they did all that Irish stuff, you know, at St. Paddy's. They would have, you know, because St. Dennis used to have parties all the time. All the time. You know? Yeah. And so growing up in in the household, there was, you know, we played Irish music. Not not that we played Irish music all the time, but, you know, the string band and and his bands. I got all that from from him. Well, I mean, the two of you, all three of you guys... Hear songs, you learn them, and you know them, and you remember them. You guys are amazing that way. So I think so. You heard the Irish songs, and you guys yes. learn them, and you can play them all the time. I yeah. envy that because yeah. it's not how it's, I work. It's a burden. <laughs> but yeah, it's, not. it's a burden. It uh. was <laughs> sheer drudgery to me for all my Irish friends out there. <laughs> so our to Dennis- learn new Irish songs. I mean, I knew the ones from Saint Dennis and you know the right Saint uh, uh, Irish yeah. Eyes and. McNamara's band but then I had to increase my repertoire because it like you're saying it's a 33rd county I was surrounded by Irish bars yeah and yes. growing up in Ardmore and how many how many Irish songs do you know rough guess 100 oh, yeah. that's yeah. fair one of my favorite St. Patrick's memories is it's you guys and Doc it was at the Oakmont pub oh, when it was the Oakmont greatest. pub it was uh, John McKeever uh, memory. Yes. <laughs> One of the greatest moments in St. Patty's history. In St. Patty's yeah. Yeah. Now set the scene, Phil. Yeah, you guys will set it better than I will. Yeah. Set the scene up. Well, there's actually like two parts to that. Yeah. Okay, tell them both. We think he sat him. <laughs> yeah. Well, down. it was St. Patty's night. We had played earlier in the day with Hoey. Yeah, we had a wedding. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And we... Booked out of the wedding was in Philly yes, and got up to the exactly. Oakmont pub. Doc was there, so I get in there and set up. I'm on all the way up against the bar. Den- you were next to me in the middle, yeah, and Doc was, was on the end by the front door, door. underneath the big wooden. So Indian. the place place is packed when I we was, get yeah, in there. I was there, completely yeah. packed, and we're playing, doing our thing, and then here here comes John and Vicky McKeever. Both of them were were feeling no pain, but John was <laughs> really feeling no yes. pain. And it was funny because he, he was like having trouble staying Standing. vertical. Yes. <laughs> and so Vicky, when when you walked in the front door, there was like to your left, there were all these booths. So there was a wall, like kind of a half wall the right up by of, the front door. It was door. the back of the, the, back of the yeah, booth. So you could, a corner. So, and sometimes a bouncer or somebody would sit there. So Vicky grabs John, grabs a stool, puts the stool right up against that little half wall. <laughs> Puts him in the chair like, now you stay here and don't move. <laughs> and he sits down in that chair. So here in Havertown during the night while we're playing, there's like a, a crawl going on. So there's all these people and they're being led by two bagpipers. Pipers, yeah. And they're coming around. They're hitting all the bars Could've and like Kilgallons <laughs> and, you know, all those places on, on Darby Road. Yeah. Did you hear the drone first? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. So, so we're we're playing, you know, we're playing whatever, and then out of our like peripheral vision, we could see the door open, and here comes two bagpipers, you know. First so we one, just yeah. kind of settled down. We stopped playing. The place is going nuts now. So the bagpiper yeah, the comes by. Comes in, yeah. first. First one comes by, passes John McKeever. Well, that perks him up. He hears that. <laughs> he sees it. And then he's like, I'm going to get up. And he stands up as the second bagpiper's coming by. Well, when he stands up, he realizes, I can't stand up anymore. And he goes down on his knees and then forward onto the ground, onto the bagpiper. <laughs> so you're hearing like, all the air goes out of the bagpipe. Oh, my God. And get the pipes going. He continued to fall into Doc Strong. His amp and his guitar. And, oh, my God, it was it was epic. It was epic. And Doc was, remember, he went on for 10 minutes on the mic. Just joke after joke. And we were dying laughing. Oh, my God. All respect to John McKeever because yes, it was the greatest moment of my, of my life. Oh my! It was well. It was 
one of the best falls of, of all time. <laughs> we, we saw another great fall the on another St. Patrick's same place. night with, with Big Clarky. With Yeah, with Pat. Was that they the Round did. Mound of Sound? Yes. yes. I, was, I, was on, I, sound. I was on that gig because he took out like three people. <laughs> Well, he took him. He took he the big, out him. Big guy. It was like the magic bullet. It, it was. It went, it, that was, it went through. You know, that was back me, you, and Yaddish on left. that one. Oh, okay, Yaddish. The, yeah. Yaddish was on that he gig. He did with like. It. He was so drunk. I think he came in with it Mike. It looked Lyon, like right? a dance move. It looked yes, like it old, was like. It looked like, like an old Fred It was like a pirouette. And then it was like. Oh my god! He still. Apologizes to me every time. Yeah. I say, such a nice guy. Uh, and the best was it was John Yaddish. So you know how John. Why is this person falling on me? Why is this person falling on me? <laughs> right into his music stand. Oh, Boom. No. Down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, in yeah. terms of Irish artists, there's not. I did some research. You know, like Irish pop bands, rock bands. The Pogues. The Pogues, yes, no. They're on the list, but we don't do any Pogues. Yeah, we do. That. What? We learned one. Yeah, well, I didn't know we learned a Pogue song. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. One song. I didn't, didn't say we did. Something of Soho. We learned it. A rainy night. <laughs> a rainy night in Soho. Yes. Okay. Yes. Rainy Tell night. Because I know the Pogues. There's a Pogues Christmas song. It's called Fairy Tale of New York. That's. Oh. You guys have probably heard it, but that's the only Pogues song. No, okay. I never heard it. No. Yeah. But then there's Van Morrison. We do. Of course. Number of Van Morrison songs. Oh, yeah. We do Moondance uh, Irish Irish style. way. He's a very, yes. he's a very prolific songwriter. Oh, he's a pro- <laughs> pro- <laughs> pro- <laughs> prolific. But he's probably the most frequently played Chico's Vibe yes. Irish. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. And we have done U2. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. Dexy's Midnight Runners. Are yeah, they're Irish? Irish. They're Irish. Okay, yeah. yeah. And we oh, do the that, Cranberries. Right? Yeah, Cranberries. Well, the Cranberries is an Irish band. I'm starting to run out of my list. The Boomtown Rats okay. are another one. Yeah. Ed Mount, any final Irish moments from your well, your it legacy? First, it first started with, with learning them for St. Monica's marching band because we would march in the Philadelphia St. Patrick's Day Parade. And there's, there's a VHS somewhere of me playing Harrigan like into my father's ear as he's sitting and trying, <laughs> trying to relax. And I'm going, and I don't have the song completely down yet. So it's like, and then the part, and the part that I had really well was, and my dad's almost finishing it like again you, you almost got it you almost got it that's me so, so you i mean there, there's an irish section in south philadelphia but it's more towards the river right you yes, weren't in you I didn't did grow up in that grow, section i grew up in a very i, I had the opposite thing that the dentist had yes. everybody was italian <laughs> so when columbus day was a huge deal you know but when when St. Patrick's Day, they're just like, oh, we got his him. Why are we even marching? <laughs> Why are we even marching? <laughs> it's like me and my sister and my cousin are the only Irish uh, people in there. But the funny thing is when I went to when I went to Newman, people from Second Street, which was predominantly Irish, Irish, thought I was from 30th and Tasker, which is predominantly Irish. It was just the opposite oh, end. Oh, because you weren't from the, yeah, that And the 30th and Tasker people thought I was from Second Street. So then, you know, you'd start to talk and they'd say, where, where are you from? I'm like 17th and Oregon. The hell are you doing there? Yeah. <laughs> you okay? You Get safe? Like, yeah. You safe? <laughs> but that was my first exposure, and my parents had this album of the the Clancy Brothers in it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, at live at Carnegie Hall, wow. and I used to be able to even do the jokes that they would do in between the songs. I don't remember them, <laughs> now, but, but I heard the album so many times. Like a guy would say something, and the whole crowd was like, Whoa. you know. <laughs> I just thought of an Irish tune that we like. Clancy lowered the boom. Oh, that's right. Oh, Clancy lowered the boom. He actually his Irish yeah. up. Clancy lowered the boom, 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 the boom, boom, boom. Well, that's boom. the funny thing because that was the Baltimore trip where we went yes, there to do a gig, yes, yes. and you had a six changer uh, CD <laughs> in his car. Yeah, yeah. So he was at the time he was learning that. 
you were learning some bluegrass stuff with Doc. Yeah. And something else. So, oh, so I had all kind of stuff. And it was there. on random. So we go, you know, not the Clancy, not the Clancy. And then it would go into this this bluegrass thing, like. <laughs> and Gabby goes, What the hell you have in here? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I had I to learn Gabby something. was driving. I was yeah. driving your he was car. Yeah, my yeah, car. Like, what you have in here? I think that's when Dom gave you the CD that you threw. <laughs> <laughs> this CD here. Oh, and he threw it. I think that was a gig. On the way down, you and I were singing horn parts. Yes. <laughs> Which is like, another skit, up! another future yes. skit. And on the way yeah. back, I think playing. you even said, Dennis, you turned around. And you're like, I love that when you sing the horn parts on top of the song. It's <laughs> right. on the radio. You know that you guys are doing. Back. I really love that. <laughs> let's wrap up our Irish discussion because and let's for now skip over our lightning round. Yes. Because we have. We've we're, gone long, we're and not we insulated. have our special guest. He's sleeping. Is he? <laughs> As we have with us today is our special guest. I like to think he's a, he adds gravitas to Chico's vibe, both yes. in personality and in performance. Yes. Um, he's he, the rock behind the band. He's a drummer extraordinaire. Our special guest today is Brian Farr. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Hey. Mr. Gravitas. Up, <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Brian, th- thank you. Hey, Brian. For joining us, so what? What we like to ask our 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 guests, and we're assuming you've listened to our podcast episodes before. I have. Okay, <laughs> that's um, good. I mean, what what <laughs> way? I kind of like to start off is I I we we know that you came. I think I know that you come from a musical family, uh, yes. just based on because I know your brother too. But is that true? Do you, I mean, how did you guys get into music? When did you start playing? I know. Our loyal podcast listeners will know that Brian also plays clarinet. Yes. So there's there's plenty of instruments that I, I think I know that you play. So I just kind of wonder, like, how you got started when you first got introduced to drums. So, yes, we come, we come from a, or I come from a musical family. Uh, my dad played saxophone, and he grew up in the Mummers. And as a youngster, awesome. that's all I ever wanted to do was be in the Mummers. And I guess around nine years old, my dad said we'll pick an instrument and uh so i started playing drums and uh yeah i'm around nine or ten years old uh started taking lessons and um by 12 i was i was in uh Fralinger string band so <laughs> doing that along with my, my two brothers my older brother dan played sax and uh you guys know my younger brother chris played yep. saxophone as well and like i said my dad <laughs> played saxophone so very musical family yeah and um, my dad, I guess I was around 13 or 14, started bringing me on string band jobs. Ah. So that was my first gigging experience. He would just bring me along with a small drum set and just start learning. Probably that's an Irish song as well. <laughs> um, all kinds of mum tunes. As I go through high school, I started getting more serious. Uh, we had a really good high school jazz band program where I went. And then went to Temple University for music uh-huh. education. Yeah, nice. You went Where'd to you Gamp? go to high school. You went to Gamp, didn't you? No, I went to Overbrook Regional in Jersey. Oh, uh, Brian, yeah. I I always assumed you were the younger brother. I'm just saying, <laughs> compared to Chris. I did too, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. Seriously, <laughs> I am two years older than Chris. Okay, all right. Two well. years younger than Dan. Ah. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I went to Temple, and um, during that whole time, I started gigging with. Um, Oh, God, all kinds of different groups. I think I had a first wedding band with my older brother, Dan, a couple other guys. The name of that band was The Family. After ah. The Manson Family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I also started playing a lot down Atlantic City. A uh, guy oh, by the name who I took lessons from, uh, Jimmy Quayle. Who oh, yeah. Some of you guys know. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool started uh giving me gigs down uh, like the showboat doing dixieland stuff down there and all the different lounges uh when there was tons of work down in atlantic city so started working down there and then after that just different jazz groups trios quartets and then different wedding bands and then eventually led me to you guys yeah awesome yeah you were in the exceptions right you played with them exceptions yep yeah, I was in Mike Jarosa's band for a All while. About oh, yeah. <laughs> All about Mike. <laughs> All about Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Excellent. which was then the connection uh, to you guys. Yeah. Excellent. Started subbing yeah. in with you guys after yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Brian, do you consider yourself, because I'm the least sophisticated musician of like the, it's true, of the five of us on here. Do you, <laughs> and so this is, could be, do you consider yourself a jazz musician first? Because when I hear you play jazz, I'm like, yeah. You know, it just feels so right when right. you play jazz. I mean, or you consider yourself all styles. I feel like I'm more of like a jack of all trades. Okay. I love to play jazz, but I feel like, yeah, more of a jack of all trades. I can sort of function in a lot of different styles. Right. When Brian's not on a gig, uh, there. Well, I have I have trauma when multiple people aren't on a gig. <laughs> it includes Ed, it includes Gabby, it includes Dennis. Well, everybody in the room, pretty much. But Brian, in particular, it's like, what? What's happening to this gig? <laughs> because <laughs> you're such a rock, and you are so good. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know the parts, but you are artistic about them. It's just, it's, it's just so good. Right. Uh, so I wanted to throw that in, so people knew. That's, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's true, John. Yes. Yeah, I just, absolutely. I have a real quick Brian comment. There's something he does that I absolutely love. It's that moment before the gig where some people are still getting their sound check and <laughs> and maybe we're going to do this tune, maybe we're not. And I got a trumpet guy saying to me, "What what what is it? Is it going to be this or this?" I'm 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 looking over. I'm waiting. Da, 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 and George is doing something with Yaddish. And then out of the blue, Brian will just go two, three, four, <laughs> and, and my stomach will go. Yeah, like, yeah. And then you look, you look and he's got this grin on his face like I got you. You know what? He always has a grin on his face dance to the music that's during the, the set he knows i'm not gonna have my horn because <laughs> oh, so i know funny. chico likes to yes likes to that's true right in as quickly as possible and, yeah, and then i start up i'm looking over at the horns i'm like they're not ready hey ed i think you're uh I think you think when I do this. That's yeah, it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And there's this moment that's of it. sheer sheer panic. Like where I'm like, I don't know what song it is. And and what's great is when both songs begin with horns and it could be either one <laughs> that you're like bonk I don't know. You know. Brian, do you have a like in terms of pop rock drummers, do you have a favorite you have a drummer you, you drummers you like bands you like i'm just just curious well i'm a little i'm a uh, i'm on a little bit of a, a toto and journey i went to see toto and journey last night oh yeah oh, nice okay yeah it was great it was great so as far as like pop rock drummers speaking of toto uh jeff Picaro. yeah so oh, good who yeah. was a great drummer he did tons of uh, hundreds of recordings yeah he's a drummer on thriller all through the Toto stuff, uh, right. Michael McDonald, just the the list goes on. He was like on the Boskags. Boskags, yeah, yeah, he was on that. Just Boss a good, Gags, yeah. real tight pocket yeah. player. Of course, John Bonham, oh, Neil yeah. Peart. Um, that, now, can I can I ask you? This is an ignorant non-drummer question. A lot of times, when you see a drummer and they have a huge set. My heart sinks because, <laughs> <laughs> but he's not that way. No. And I, I don't, you know, so when I, like Brian can take the set he has, which is not a Neil Peart set. Right. Yeah. And just make magic Play out it. of it. Yeah, sure. Neil Peart can take his set and make magic out of it. But yeah. there's, it feels like my bias is if, if a drummer has a huge set that it's compensation. <laughs> is that true? Or is that me just not assessing it correctly? Oh, there's definitely instances where that is the case for okay. sure. Yeah. But I, as far as <clears throat> since I'm carting my stuff around, I bring the bare necessities. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and for the for the Chico's vibe gig, that's right. I bring what I need. Right. You know, and, and I don't you see at at home in your practice room, he's got like twelve <laughs> sets of tom toms, <laughs> <laughs> double bass <laughs> drums. Yeah, they all, <laughs> they all go. <laughs> He got a tr quadruple bass drums. His wife's like, "Will you knock it off?" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you have favorite Chico's vibe songs to play? Ooh. Well, you don't have to have a favorite because I, if if you ask Dennis what his favorite, I don't like any. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to like any of them. I'm just curious. I never get sick at playing Africa. Yeah. 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 
you know, it's not like a super hard song to play, but it's just such a great song. Great, yeah. gro- great groove, uh, right? Yeah. God, any of the jazz stuff that we do earlier in the night, I like doing all that kind of stuff. Mm. That makes sense. We need to do Smoke on the Water more. How about that? <laughs> That'd be cool. Well, you have to bring, you got to bring your daughter out more then. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that guy was getting real intense. There was a guy with a mohawk and he was like, play that thing. And she, <laughs> she was like, daddy, why is he yelling at me? Yeah, 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 like that? <laughs> why are the people so scary, daddy? <laughs> I remember practicing it, practicing those tunes uh, with her before she came out. I'm like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. That's right. Yeah, she, oh, she, she nailed it. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, and there's a video on YouTube when we were at Keenan's. The first time she did that, she got up on stage with her purple bass. And I'll never forget her face after we finished. I think the first one was um, Smoke on the Water. And after we finished the tune, well, first when we start playing the song and then she comes in with the don't, 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 don't. Place went nuts. Yes. But then when we finished the song, yeah, when we finished the song, we hit the last, boom, you know. That place goes nuts, and I just remember her face like, "Oh my god!" Like, because it was so loud. And then when we went into Enter Sandman, the place just went nuts. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a great memory. That yeah. was, I appreciate you guys letting her do that. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it's on YouTube, folks, if you want to search it. Yeah. Hey, Bri, as far as sax players, Chris Farr, Ed Mount, who's easier, who's, who's easier to work with? I didn't really know your brother that that well, and and I saw him play with the University of the Arts He's big so band when I was man. when I was in Westchester, and he is phenomenal. And this is probably like 1993 that I was hearing him, and so I was always a little intimidated. Yeah. So he comes out, and and I think I jokingly kind of said to to Brian like, "Oh, Chris is here. Right, okay, I got to be on. I got to get my good read." And yeah. All <laughs> so he tells Chris, and Chris gets the clipboard out, starts writing stuff. <laughs> When I'm playing solos and like shaking his, <laughs> shaking his head like no, 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 and I'm like oh man, oh, and then I figure I, I figure you guys were messing with me, so I hope you were. Yeah, he said to me, he said I'm gonna I'm gonna me- check this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with it. <laughs> we met Chris years back when he and you were there too. I think Uh-oh. when we did the thing in D.C. with uh, Frazier, right. And either either Vic or Big Paul couldn't make oh. it. Oh, it's a Howie and Chris band. came down. Yeah. yeah, Chris came down on sax yeah. on on alto. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it was like I think the very first one we did. Okay, yeah. Where I, we didn't we didn't. Uh, is that the one that was sort of like in a house. We were well, was yeah. We were kind of like in this room. Yeah. And that's when like Iran Barkley yeah, and yeah, yeah, Ken yeah, Norton, yeah. they were all there. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that uh, so he had to be on alto then because yeah. we had Vic because I remember yeah. Vic was in like the VIP room smoking Cubans <laughs> and drinking that real expensive what what is that whiskey that's like a hundred dollars a glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brandy uh, or whatever. Oh, I forget yeah. the name of it. Remy Martin or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I passed by and it were like all glass doors, windows and doors as you're going down this corridor, you look right in. And I see Vic in there. I'm like, he's got the big <laughs> cigar in his mouth. <laughs> I think that's where, right when we ran into Kenny Norton. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was the biggest person I ever yeah. one, one thing we should also mention that uh, Brian has a daughter. It's a very accomplished actress. Uh, yeah. Been in, yeah. Been well, in yes, lots is. of production, uh, professional productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yep. in the, it's in the genes because uh, yeah. yeah. your wife's a dance teacher too, right? Is, is that correct? Yep. Yeah, my wife Janine is a dance teacher. Yeah, awesome. she danced up in New York for a few years. Uh, before wow. We got married and, and yeah. that's awesome. And then, I didn't uh, know that. She's been a, a teacher ever since. Did yeah. you so Did you guys meet family. through music, um, by any chance, or we met because she went to the University of the Arts. Okay. Oh, okay. Chris was dating a dancer friend of hers, and that was actually yeah, it was actually through Chris that I met. Uh, Janine. Ah, cool. very cool. Chris hey, is very instrumental yeah. in your life. No pun intended. <laughs> See that? Hey, oh. yeah, um, other things I, our listeners. Yeah, no pun intended, right? <laughs> <laughs> During the um, the pandemic, when we did a Facebook live broadcast from, yeah. from Gabby's house, 
And we do Sergeant Pepper with a little help from my friends. Right. And so it's broadcast live. You know, I sing Sergeant Pepper. And then we get through the whole thing, Sergeant Pepper, with a little help. And I check my phone. And I look down, and it's my girlfriend, Kelly, who texted me, Brian Farr is so good. <laughs> so Brian, I'm like, I sang the first song. <laughs> yes. And so so Brian ahead. is a vocalist as, as well, and yes. he's taking on more and more vocal. And yes. I notice Gabby's starting to give him all the background parts. They just <laughs> blows right over me because I can't hear anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, there's a harmony, and Brian's singing it. What's going on? But you you sang before, right? If Brian is, as I recall, I mean, in the other bands, mostly background. Okay, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a lead here and there. And the mom um, gigs, like, won't that- you come home, but barely? <laughs> won't you come home? Like tunes yeah. like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, only yeah, a shanty, an old shanty town. <laughs> okay, so. But I'm definitely more comfortable being in the background for sure. But I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I enjoy singing. Uh, when you guys need me, but uh, yeah. yeah, I've always been like a support background guy. It's yeah, well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I will put out that there was one time I remember we did because it's a song, a real, it's a simple song, but I really like it. It's called Tennessee Whiskey. Oh yeah, yeah. and Brian sang that one time. Brian sang it. Yeah, but okay, so now we're going to go uh, deep into the uh, Chico's vibe set list attic. Uh-oh. So we 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 talk about you know it's a lot of <laughs> I usually hide. It's packing dust. Eight basements are deep. Do you want me to? Do you want me to? We go deep <laughs> into the Chico's vibe set list basement. Or oh, there you go. We're downstairs in the attic. <laughs> do I need to go to the shed? <laughs> or cave? I said maybe. Okay. We go deep into the Chico's <laughs> vibe set list bat cave. <laughs> That's so, good. That's good. <laughs> so every gig we talk about. What I call our iconic Chico's Vibe song. Um, right. But uh, I thought we could run through some of our... I have a list of songs that I consider less played or less... I don't know, less popular. Don't we just mentioned Steely Dan just so I don't have to hear Gavin. Oh, come on! That's two of the songs on <laughs> Oh, shots fired. Oh, really? Oh. So it's, it's love it, keep it, or trash it. And to just give you an example, the Boogie Shoes medley. Trash Wait, we Wait. do it all the time. It, what do you mean, D? Let him explain. Let the men speak. I hate, for God's sake. I hate with a burning passion the Boogie Shoes medley. I, I think second. we should keep it in the set list because when we start it, boom, 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 Fuck, not this song. I can't. I can't tell you how much I hate Boogeyman. I still hear. Ger- I still hear Jerose in my head going, Matt. You wrote that every time because it's bump a g and it goes. Minutes. It goes for a page and a half of just that. And, and, and Mike just turns to Matt because yeah, you you really wrote that all out. Uh, you could put a thing there and, and say. Matt goes, you know, I was on the toilet. <laughs> Look at the big guy dance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, anyway, so go so ahead. That's the premise. Yeah, I got you. Ready? So it's going to be Dennis, Gabby, Ed, Brian. Right. Black Cow. Keep it. Love it. Keep it. Keep it. Cake by the ocean. Throw it out. Trash it. Trash it. Yeah. Yo, why do we do that? <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. <laughs> Trash it. Close to you. Love it. Love it. Love it. Keep it. Quando, quando, quando. Love it. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. Fat. Keep it. Oh, sorry, Brian. <laughs> Keep it. Fat bottom girls. Love it. Love it. Keep it. Keep it. Okay. Beginnings. Love it. Keep it. I love it. Keep it. Dixie Chicken. Trash it. Love it. <laughs> Trash it. And then, I and, said that. And then burn the can. Then no, I do love that song. No, right? Trash it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now it comes out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Land Down Under. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Trash it. Trash <laughs> <laughs> it, man. Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Uh, trash it. I love it. Me too. Sorry. Trash it. 
trash that. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Love it. Love it. Keep it. Keep it. Hollywood swinging. Trash it. Keep it. Trash it. Keep it. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Love it. Trash it. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. Come on, Eileen. Trash that mf tonight. I love that song. I trash it. Trash it twice. Good man. In the mood. Keep it. Keep it. I enjoy it. I'll keep it. It's kind of already trashed, isn't it? We never <laughs> yeah. <do> it. <laughs> yeah, it goes on forever. I only want a true question. You can leave your hat on. Keep it. Love it. Nothing good ever ha- happened at a gig during that You're song. Right. So I'm going to say trash yeah. it. Okay, this is the Bruce Springsteen segment of, of, of the 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Trash it. <laughs> <laughs> keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Thunder Road. Trash it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Trash it. Trash it. <laughs> Riders on the Storm. Love it. Love it. Trash it. <laughs> Keep it. There you go. <laughs> this is a deep one. Rock the Casbah. Ooh. <laughs> I can't. Keep it. Yeah, keep it. I love the song, but nobody ever dances when we play it. So from a business point of view, trash it. <laughs> That's good, Ed. I'm like, yeah. what you're trash doing. it. All right. Waiting for the trash world it. to change. Hate it. Trash love it. it. Trash it. Keep it. There you go. I think him and, Gabby are, fun. him and Gabby are texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You Gabby's like, you want to stay in those guys? You like you like you like your new suits and your and your, you, you want to like, sing that song? You huh? like buying <laughs> you like buying nice shoes? Well, you like this goddamn song. Okay. You should keep that segment in. Yes, we I like we, could, we have like a hundred songs that we could. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. could add that. Yeah, that was that was pretty good, and we kept to the lightning. The round goal board. is for none of us to be friends anymore by yeah. the end of the episode. Right. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the song from the set list, which is a more popular traditional like i said iconic chico's vibe song this song from the set list dennis chiquito picked on our last podcast it is a ed it is an ed mount feature oh thanks guys and the st- <laughs> trash it Kev, <laughs> we're not playing that anymore. Oh, shocked. i'm sorry <laughs> he just keeps using that at home trash it Doing that from now on on the gigs. Did you see the phone bill? Trash it. <laughs> hey, let's do Brown Eyed Girl. Trash it. <laughs> Listen, there's more songs that I hate, but that we have to keep. Like, do you right. think I want to sing Run Around Sue? Even ever like one ever, more ever note of it in my life, it kicks ass. It's a go to song, you know. you know. And you know what? The worst moment of my life on a gig is when we we go uh and I hear and I'm like oh no not this again <laughs> all right so go ahead John all right love shack. by the B-52s. It was released on June 20th, 1989. It's our most recent song that we've discussed on their own. <laughs> I think <laughs> they've all been from the 60s and 70s. Right. Wow. Uh, June 20th, 1989. It eventually went to number three mm. on the Billboard charts. It was one of only two B-52 songs. It was, well, it was kind of viewed as their comeback, this whole album. It was one of only two B-52 songs that went top 10. And I was curious if you guys... I got all kinds of Love Shack songs. Rock what Lobster? Was yeah, Rock Lobster. That would seem like it was, but that didn't Roam go top to where you want yes! to. Yes! Ah, uh, Rome also went to number three. It was off the same album. Uh, the song was produced by Don Was. 
that his name may sound familiar to me. He was a producer, a bunch of other artists, but he was he, he was in a band called Was Not Was. Oh yeah, and Was Not Was. Gabby and I have that's played right. the Was Not Was song. Which one? Boom boom, track a like a like a boom. Boom, boom, chaka laka, boom, boom. Do you remember dinosaur? that song? Yeah. Trash the dinosaur. No. That's a was not was. I'm almost stunned Everybody that we have never. Get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. I'm almost stunned that we've oh, never. Oh, that's that song? Yeah. yeah. That's a was, was not, not was. was. I think the song is a fossil now. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Trash it. <laughs> anyway, what? just a side fact about the B-52s, just as a Beatles fan, they, they can... Kind of legitimately claimed to being partially responsible um, for John Lennon's uh, kickstarting his career in the late seventies, early eighties. Get that out of here! What the hell are you talking so about? So I don't need to read the rest. Why you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Lennon needed somebody to kickstart. Let me get through this. Let, no, let I'm going to stop you right there. Let him Partially. B-52s. Wait, so it, do you know you know the song Rock Lobster? Yeah. I, so it goes back it, to Rock yeah. Lobster. So Lennon heard that and thought he heard a Yoko influence <laughs> in that song. <laughs> and he's like, these kids really get what we're doing. And then he decided. So that was like 78, 79, Rock Lobster. And okay. He, and it inspired him to start to write. Music. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't inspire him. Okay. He heard a Yoko influence that did not inspire John Lennon. Anyway, but back to back to Love Shack. Hey, I was always curious. So Ed's the feature vocalist. Yeah. On the song. He, Do you know the name of the B-52 vocalist that you... Oh, no. I don't know his name. Rick Anthony? Yes. Wait. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Producer Matt. Fred Schneider. Fred Schneider is correct. Oh. Producer Matt gets that right. In 1989... I look at the top 100 songs, you know, for for the year and how the song fit in. It was number 47 for the year 1989, so pretty popular song. The top five, I think, is a dis from my. It's a disappointing top five. <laughs> um, in 89, you're saying 89. Okay, number one is a song I have never listened through the whole way because it, it annoys me. It's "Look Away" by Chicago. Oh yeah, it just because it's not what I want Chicago baby. to be. Yeah. But it was a that wasn't. Peter Cetera either. No. It was another singer. In yeah. There. yeah. Trash uh, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two is My Prerogative by Bobby Brown. Uh, not a, that's a good song. That's all um, right. We've played number three one time. Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We played it more than Every once. Rose. Did we? More than once. Okay. And you sang it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Number four was Paul Abdul was big. In 89. Straight uh, Up was number four. Straight Up. Oh, yeah. man. Miss You video. Much by Janet Jackson Jeez. was number five. Um, Wait, what was number five? Miss You Much. Miss by, You Much. By Janet Jackson. We have actually done number seven before, and that's uh, Wind Beneath My Wings. You guys oh. have done that, right? Yeah. That's like <laughs> when I see that on the set list. <laughs> that's your Ed Bo Bo Harbaugh Dwyer. Was, was that the year Beaches came out, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, because Millie Vanilli was big. In Wait, what was number six? I don't. I didn't write it down. I'm oh, sorry. okay. I think it was a. I think it was another Paula Smoke on Paula the Water. Abdul. Paula Abdul song. Smoke okay. on the Water. And, uh, and just something. Number nine was, "Baby, I Love Your Way." Oh. Free Bird by Will to Power. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. Number nine for the yes. Year. But anyway, let's get back. Yes. Yeah. To Love Shack. To to Chico's vibe. Love Shack. So this is a. I'll call it Chico's Vibe original. I don't think it was Sewers from any other band. I think we got a request at some point that we do it. It, it's it started from his father. His father. <laughs> producer Matt. Ladies and gentlemen, we are, we, we are pointing at producer Matt. Jim Kelly, yeah. Kelly <laughs> bugged me and Gabby for 10 <laughs> solid years. Probably. Every house party, every Everyone. party that they came to. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Until maybe we had to play it for a wedding or something. I think that's what we had to do. Yeah. Brian Farr, I'm just curious what you think of the song Love Shack from a drummer's perspective. It's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. Really? I like it. I mean, wait, it wait, always... wait. Love it, keep it trashy. <laughs> gotta keep it. I, gotta yeah, keep you gotta it. keep it. I Do you think, like when I play I or, or when Chris plays? I, I, first of all, I gotta let it go. I think Ed. <laughs> Does a wonderful job. He's, on a, that. he's a great Fred Schneider. We should do. We should do Rock Lobster. Oh, now we're not doing that. Um, 
ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
and they just cry. It's like a, it's like a four-year-old girl in the front just crying. Yeah, you know what? I might do that, but I don't have a microphone on yeah. that song. Eh? I'm sitting <laughs> off to the side, like and enjoying your act. Oh, Another yeah. dumb thing, I like, I, I'll do, you know, because I do. I was, I do the yeah, girl vocal, and um, depending on where we are, sometimes I'll throw in. We're heading down the Garden State Parkway. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Scoogle the only Express person who ever reacts is Ed. He's like, yes, <laughs> yes. Nobody else. I noticed that when you nobody go- else in the place. I actually him. said and one I'm- time, "See what he did there." <laughs> <laughs> I hear it, and I just and yes. it, uh, I have no reaction. I figure somebody in the audience will be like, "He said Garden State Parkway." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that may get us to the end of. Love Shack, right? Yeah, yeah I think, think a so. Great, great Chico's Vibe song. People yeah. love it. Uh, Brian said keep it, so I think, we're, I think yeah. we're good. So that gets us to the... Oh, we have to pick. Yeah. Pick what? Oh, yeah. We have to pick next, assuming there will be an episode eight, which I think there will be, right? You know? I think so, yeah. How's our listenership, do you know? This is the high point okay. of life. <laughs> We still have a couple it's more. It's like when you play, you when you play Paperboy, they're like you lose the subscriptions or you gain yeah, subscriptions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we still have a couple more month, musicians so to get through. Me, yeah, right? pressure's on Brian because I think our our highest listenership was the Rick Anthony podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. I think my dad's still looking for it on the radio. I still have to <laughs> try to get. That. He'd be listening if he understood how to get to a podcast. You know. But. So we, we have to pick our next song to discuss our song from the set list right, so right. dennis picked the last one i think gabby's turn is next we could maybe offer up to brian if he wants to pick one brian he won't be here think? next time i know but they, yeah, well, that means he can subject us to talk about it right. trash it yeah <laughs> can we vote on that <laughs> <laughs> let's see hmm how about the uh, the toto song oh africa africa yeah that's a good one yeah Lots of good stories because my, I think of pain when I, I think that we, we do that song really well and yeah. it hurts me so much. Uh, <laughs> so there's plenty of good stories. <laughs> there's that part too at the end, Gabby, where you're like, ah, I, yes! I remember seeing Chaplinsky out in the audience and he was just like looking the whole time and then you sang that and he just did this like. Who was it there? Matt Chaplinsky. Yeah. Because they were, him and his brothers were big. Uh, oh. we, we played that and Rosanna when I was in the ah, band. Oh, okay. So as soon as that drum beat started, I could just see he was just listening, you know, attentively. And then, I see the drummer, yeah. Matt Chaplinsky. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that guy, man. And, it was, cool guy. Ah, and you do that thing at the end, Gab. Mm-hmm. And he just had this look like. Yeah. <laughs> just to yeah. talk. Uh, <laughs> you brought Rosanna and we, we have Brian. He talked Jeff Porcaro and that, that Rosanna drum. Oh yeah, pattern is really cool. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, classic one. Not that. We used to end that tune like they did it in concert. It goes. If we ever do it, that's not how we're going. Trash that. That drum beat of Rosanna was influenced with by Fool in the Ring. Oh, cool. Yeah, John Bonham, right? He kind of mashed it full of really right. with that and like a Bo Diddley, <laughs> kind of the Bo Diddley. Doom, 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 um, that's doom. the one with the yeah. recorders like, he's a fool on the hill. No, I'm kidding. No, that's fool on the <laughs> hill. I could swear that drum beat was influenced by the B-52s. It was. Rock Lobster. Same time they influenced Lennon. I'm not even going to send you any links or videos because it's not going to matter. It's like the word Vintner. Yeah, Vintner. That was a good little thing we had. Uh-oh. <laughs> so let's close. Yeah. G- give a song. What do I got to do? Pick, oh, pick a song that you would like the band. We don't do now that you would like us to do. It, it doesn't. It could be a song that maybe you know we'll never do, but you think we should do. Mike, it could be a Judy Garland song. Yeah, it could be a, something you heard this week. But I love to play the song. It could but be a song you heard at the concert. It could be a commercial you know song I heard the other day, and I thought it'd be good for Parky. Summer of 69 by Brian Ooh, Adams. Actually, a good, good. Yeah, it'd be, a, be a good summer down the shore song. Yeah, that is a, a good suggestion. He's it's got a good, good ideas. This guy. <laughs> yeah. All right, my hey, next. Uh, yes, go. All right, I would love to do the ocean by oh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Put horns in it. Yeah, that's really cool. Gang, 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 gang. Well, have you ever heard of the band? We opened for Bonarama. Bonarama. They did that. Yes. Yes. But I think yeah. it would be cool. Yeah. 
I, I know I said this on another episode, but Feeling Stronger Every Day by oh. Chicago. Oh, yeah. I love that end. Good song. Chico. All right. Well, I'm going to pick another Zeppelin song. Black Dog. Ooh. Oh, That would God. be impossible to do. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Talking of that, since we have Brian here. Yeah. Brian, do you think there was a timed between the, the, the riffs that they play in Black Dog? You know, hey, hey, mama, say the way you yeah, move, gonna problem. make you sweat, gonna make you groove. You know what I mean? I almost felt like I heard a little bit of a stick. Click. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if that so, was a cue or. I felt like that might have been some sort of a cue. I don't yeah. know for sure, but I remember hearing like a little bit of a stick click in there and then maybe they were trying to mute it a little bit more. But and yeah. I feel like that and was I lose sort of one cue. in that song. Yeah. I lose the. What is the count? Like, is I don't. Is there like a like an extra measure? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know if you would count it one, two, three, four, or just one, two, three, like that. Yeah, yeah. Since we're talking Zeppelin, I don't know if you guys have ever seen. It's not great, but it's interesting. Is there's a Frank Zappa version of Stairway to Heaven, where it's sort of reggae. Hmm. But then the guitar solo is all horns. Oh, really? Is it the, is it the transcribed <laughs> solo? <laughs> that he... Yeah. Yeah. It's really, ah, it's really cool. Check it out. Like, yeah, it's it's fun to listen to. But, you know, I I'm gonna listen to it, it on the way home. Yeah. I love those crazy zap up yeah. covers. Yeah. I love that when I said Black Dog, it took us off on like this great. <laughs> hey, you you took us off on a tangent. No. Had, like boring songs. <laughs> and nobody wanted to talk about them and shit. You know. Jesus. <laughs> He's the, not only is he one of the kings of Irish music, he is king of podcasting. <laughs> it's like the, the, the off-ramp signs all covered and obscured by trees, but you know there's a road back there, and all the guys yes. think you're just driving into a tree, but you know that there's a road. Yes. It's okay. just like that. You, have to, you know what? We have yeah. that. We have that. We have we that. Have that. I don't know, and that brings us right to the end. Yeah. yeah. Episode yeah. seven number of seven. the Vibecast. Lucky number seven. We'll see oh, you next month, everyone. And happy St. Patrick's Day. Brian, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Brian Bye, had guys. no clothes on that entire interview. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> <laughs>